This is All India Radio Nasik. Let's listen Approaching Science Through Mahatma's Prism. Interview of Dr. Anil Rajvamshi, Director, Nimkar Agriculture Research Institute, Fulton, District Satara, by Shailesh Malade. We have just celebrated 150th year of birthday of Mahatma Gandhi and his arrival on this earth to give a new paradigm to the development discourse. Mahatma Gandhi is not just a political leader, but he is a philosopher and apart from that, he is an engineer. You must be surprised when I mention the word engineer because the general impression about Mahatma Gandhi is that he is an anti-science man, he is a technologist, he is a too religious person. I will prefer to call him a spiritual person, of course. But he was not only spiritual, but an engineer too. And this is being put forth by none other than an engineer himself, who has done a lot of great work in the field of the rural energy and rural development, and coming down from the North India and settling into a very nondescript uh, rural area of India, which is in Satara district in Western Ghats of Maharashtra. He is Dr. Anil K. Rajwanshi, and he is the director of the Nimkar Agricultural Research Institute. He has done his PhD from University of Florida after completion of his degree from IIT. And we will be talking with him from the perspective of an engineer turned rural development professional as well as a very spiritual person interested in spiritual writing as well. Let's welcome Prof. Dr. Anil Gerajwanshi over the phone because I'm talking to him. He's sitting in Fulton's his institute and I'm talking from FM 101.4 All India Radio Narchik Studio, which is an AC studio. Of course, he is there doing all kind of work and experiments in rural energy. Let us talk to him directly and get to know a Gandhiji and a new light which Dr. Rajvanshi has himself already seen and talked about. Let us get the complete details. Sir, thanks for sparing time and talking with us for this on this occasion when we have celebrated 150th year of his birth and uh, sir uh, was Gandhiji an anti-technology person? Well, first of all, uh, thank you for interviewing me and uh, I don't think Gandhiji was ever an anti-technology or anti-science person. Yes. He was uh, he was a great man, a yogi of the highest order hmm. with a fantastic brain. Yeah. And when the brain is very powerful, when it is applied to anything, it yields results. Yeah. That is a hallmark of uh, our yoga system and Patanjali um, Yoga talks about it very, very clearly. Hmm. Gandhiji followed that principle. Hmm. To him, spirituality was the first thing. Hmm. And then from that flowed everything else. Hmm. Naturally, he was a great uh, social reformer, a great uh, a person who maybe came because of uh, certain forces of destiny to get rid of the British Empire mm -hmm. and uh, give us independence. Mm -hmm. And in that process, he not only gave us independence, but a new thought mm -hmm. about non-violence mm -hmm. and the rural development. Yeah. In fact, in, uh, in the last 30 years of his life, mm 
hmm. he spent most of his time in thinking talking about the rural development oh. and this is a myth that people have and the reason for that is i i do not know what is the reason but somehow people have just have been saying all along that he was anti technology anti science etc what he was against was a very heavy handed science and technology which was thrust upon the rural people from the top right he had seen the great destruction mm-hmm. of these process during the war mm-hmm. first world war second world war mm-hmm. and he intuitively felt mm-hmm. that this very heavy handed technology which was practiced in those times yeah it ruins the people's life mm-hmm. and brings in unsustainable development yeah being a man of a very great brain yeah. he intuitively felt that sustainable development following nature uh, work is the future of not only for india but for the world see in last 100 years or so when he propagated his economic thinking based on all these paradigms which he is talking about but uh, incidentally we are again at the same threshold where we are now going to witness a great transformation which is going to be disruptive in this scenario what is the truth behind the fact that the gandhi ji about 100 years back what he has talked is still equally relevant now in this 21st century in the third decade any time when the in fact when i used to teach in america and also when i teach in iits and other places mm-hmm. i always tell my students to go back in the history mm-hmm. and look at the history of technology and science mm-hmm. because the great people asked great questions mm-hmm. at that time they didn't have the answer but the questions they asked were very fundamental hmm. gandhi ji was also a product of his time hmm. he did not have the science and technology background but in but intuitively he saw that the future is in um, decentralization in following the nature hmm. now today because of the our uh, you know development model hmm. which is always very consumptive model hmm. which has created a lot of problems for the world resource centric earth warming so many things hmm. where uh, the rich are the well, only 1% of the uh, people in the world or um, have 99% of the wealth so mm-hmm. this is the type of thing that is very very unsustainable hmm. in this process hmm. is thinking of decentralized using the technologies at the rural places are the is what is going to be the future hmm. and the uh, the interesting part is hmm. he did not see how technology is developed hmm. today we have fantastic technologies of 3d printing things are becoming smaller and smaller hmm. a classical example is the smartphone etc hmm. if he was alive today he would have taken all these things because it helps in rural development in sustainable development and in uh, having a decentralized development process yeah so this is what is what we should do we should not be stick in the mud mm-hmm. we should read between the lines of what gandhi ji wrote and said we should also think about that how his philosophy should be the guiding force rather than what exactly he said because he was a prisoner of his time mm. and when you look at that because mm. i have read uh, extensively on the on the things that he wrote mm. then i suddenly see a great thinker and a great visionary mm-hmm. who saw that the future of the world is what the nature has to offer and he kept on saying that we should use the resources for our need and not for our greed right and now that greed he 
showed very clearly that when you become spiritual, then your greed reduces. It, it puts a cap on your greed, and that is something that we have to follow. We have to teach our children, and just greed for everything, resources, money, everything. And if we do that, this will become a very sustainable, very happy society. You mentioned spiritual, and as soon as somebody mentions the word spiritual, he has an image of being religious. particularly biased in one particular religion or so and yes. that's exactly was a misconception about gandhi ji and it resulted in his martyrdom people don't understand yeah spirituality has nothing to do with religion right you can be a great spiritual but being a muslim you could be a great spiritual but being a christian right. you could be a great christian but being a hindu mm -hmm. spirituality is the going inside thinking deeply about issues Mm -hmm. is basically the spirit mm -hmm. and this is what uh, patanjali has said that when you focus very deeply on any object mm -hmm. the object vanishes it's the spirit remains and mm -hmm. that's when the knowledge comes yeah and it is only when we do that you know i to my mind einstein newton and the great inventors of the world mm -hmm. were all great spiritual people and i had the great satisfaction of knowing the father of the hydrogen bomb in united states he was my colleague Yeah. and he was to my mind a great spiritual person he was a very a man who helped in developing the atom bomb but yet he was very spiritual mm -hmm. so lot of these people are very spiritual they have nothing to do with religion mm -hmm. and in fact we have really become degraded because one of the greatest thought of the mankind was the ancient indian spiritual thought it was not religion it was the yoga the the vedas the the old upanishads where it clearly said that you don't agree with anything you find yourself the truth religion is a some sort truth. of an institution which is created yes. while the spirituality comes inbuilt also when you start thinking very deeply about certain things you become spiritual right that is the hallmark of the brain right that is how the brain um, works mahatma gandhi was a, not a religious man but a spiritual man and but and he proved by his action that he is a spiritual but at the same same thing can be said about the technology as well yes because you see technology you know when there were my colleagues who were involved in the atom bomb mm -hmm. project in fact they were the one of, one of the, they were the leaders of atom bomb project when i was in united states mm -hmm. so i used to ask them i said tell me weren't you horrified by the prospect when the bomb was put in uh, hiroshima and nagasaki mm -hmm. so they said that the whole science of development of the technology mm -hmm. was an end in itself mm -hmm. we never believed in anything what will happen later on mm -hmm. there were all these politicians and generals who were involved mm -hmm. but that whole process mm -hmm. of development of the technology mm -hmm. of harnessing the atomic energy was a spiritual exercise mm -hmm. in fact oppenheimer who was the, really the father of the atom bomb mm -hmm. he was a great spiritual person mm -hmm. and he used to recite uh, gita uh, just like any other um, great hindu would recite mm -hmm. because he believed that once we harness the technology once we develop the science mm -hmm. it offshoots and other things to be much much more mm -hmm. you see science and technology is always a two uh, edged sword mm -hmm. the gundas will use it for something else mm -hmm. but the uh, spiritual people will use it for something else right and that is the reason why what is required and that's why i have written a book also spirituality plus technology is mm -hmm. good to happiness because spirituality gives you wisdom 
right. use the technology. Yeah. But uh, the question remains, like uh, Mahatma Gandhi uh, was always considered to be spiritual, but when we talk about his technology and particularly when we talk about technology, we talk something very grand. And his thinking on technology and usage was so inconspicuous that people used to think that he is a taking a country or taking the thought process into reverse gear. Ha, because you see, the, at that time, at that time, the technology that was the, uh, that he had uh, were huge technologies. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, for the phones, there was a very big technology because of lines and etc. Mm -hmm. Today, all the technology is becoming smaller and very inconspicuous. Mm -hmm. So with the result that everybody can use the technology. Mm -hmm. And that is what he wanted. Mm -hmm. He wrote very clearly that I do not want electricity to produce in Bombay and ship to Varda. Mm -hmm. I want, you know, this is amazing. This is in 1930s when he wrote about that. I want electricity to produce in Varda itself. Mm -hmm. from its so decentralized you know, energy planning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't understand, uh, don't realize that he set up a rural development uh, board. This is way back again in 1930s, mm -hmm. in which there were two Nobel laureates, mm -hmm. Dr. C. V. Raman mm -hmm. and Ravindra Tagore. Mm -hmm. Never in the history of India had there been any board or uh, committees where there were two Nobel laureates. Mm -hmm. And he wanted that board to work on the rural technologies like Jaggery, like Takli, and etc., mm -hmm. and the general development. In fact, uh, there were so many times he had discussions with engineers mm -hmm. how to have a, a better cotton variety, mm -hmm. which will have a bigger... Um, uh, no, he was not an engineer, but he, when he used to do his own spinning, mm -hmm. he realized mm -hmm. that if a cotton variety has a bigger uh, straw, it will mm -hmm. be much better. Mm -hmm. He was a very remarkable man. Mm. He was, uh, at the moment, you know, he used to make his own chappal. Oh, yeah. Now, now that, that itself is a mark of a technology. <laughs> so, so all these things people don't understand. <laughs> he, uh, when you go to Vardha, huh. you'll see this fantastic uh, new uh, invention that he uh, made for uh, catching uh, snakes so that they, they are not killed. Um, uh, there so many things that he, in fact, used all the technologies. He wanted to continuously keep on thinking about uh, People used to shave him. Mm -hmm. And in those times of Ustra, mm -hmm. they would get uh, blunted. Mm -hmm. Then he would tell them how to uh, sharpen it, mm -hmm. what different material to use. Now, that, that is not a mark of a anti-technologist. Right. And, uh, he uh, has established one uh, award also for having yes. a better uh, yes. charka. Yes, so in 19, 1929, yeah. he set up, uh, he established an award. Mm -hmm. At the time, was 1 lakh rupee. Oh. Now, 1 lakh rupee in 19... 30 or 29 is equivalent to 27 crores mm -hmm. of today and which is uh, equivalent to uh, two Nobel laureates, <laughs> two, two Nobel prizes. <laughs> right, now, right. now, how can an anti-technology, anti-science person hmm. establish an, an award for developing better charkha hmm. than what he did? Yeah. Now, uh, coming back to the question that sustainable living is always going to be the most important thing in the changing world, that a transition which we are experiencing technologically, spiritually, socially, all sorts of things are happening. And how relevant uh, Gandhiji is now in this uh, uh, scenario of a total anarchy, if, you, if I may call, of uh, entire uh, social systems or political mechanisms? For example, I have shown with my own example, mm -hmm. um, for the last uh, 35, 40 years, I've been living in Fulton, uh, Satara. 
and uh, i naturally am not as great as gandhi i i try to invite because i am an engineer so i have clocked all the energy consumption in my life <laughs> and today an average american consumes 360 gigajoules per year this is a number huge number wow now very very everybody, huge everybody wants to use that uh, ah, everybody aspires to live a lead exactly. a american dream american exactly. lifestyle if we all aspire to lead that it will require four earth <laughs> to give that lifestyle <laughs> so what what i have done i have quantified all the energy used by me and my family mm-hmm. and i think i live a very nice emotionally satisfying and connect to the world mm-hmm. and i live in one ninth that energy wow. and i have shown this that it is possible to live in a very less energy and that is if we live all of us live that then this world is sufficient for 7 billion people that we have yes that what means I'm, that means it is saying is that gandhi ji's greatness was this he tried to live a very simple life mm-hmm. but a very high quality life yeah you need not live in the way that he because he he was a yogi so he was able to do that hmm. today all these yogis they fly over they go, go in mercedes benz and etc hmm. that is they are not yogis <laughs> they are all fraud i'm sorry to say that but they may be the con mans baby yes gandhi ji was a great yogi mm-hmm. and we need to live a simple life mm-hmm. high thinking mm-hmm. and that can only come when you become a spiritual person mm-hmm. because you don't want to show off mm-hmm. you live a simple and emotionally satisfying life right. and the modern technology allows you to do that well uh, that is all actually i don't want to say anything further because you have said in that last word that modern technology allows you to live sustainably in the less amount of energy and development is not equal to energy consumption and if everybody becomes a spiritual engineer yeah. then this world will become a much better place right sir right sir thanks dr anil rajwanshi for sparing us your valuable time and discussing with us the important issue concerning the misconception about the image about mahatma gandhi ji that general audience has being a non technology person and but only a religious person but actually he is technology oriented religious not religious but spiritual person who wants to live within the means and for the our needs thank you very much and i hope that we have hundreds and thousands of gandhis in this country then this country will become a great country your wish if it is fulfilled <laughs> sir then definitely our humanity will survive the next this is the sixth ongoing extinction thank you very much thank you thank you approaching science through mahatma's prism This was the interview of Dr Anil Rajwanshi Director Nimkar Agriculture Research Institute Fulton District Satara by Shailesh Malode